This episode of Clipped is brought to you by Riverside.fm. With Riverside, you can record studio-quality podcasts and video from anywhere in the world. It's time to say goodbye to complicated setups and hello to seamless, high-quality recording. Riverside records high-quality WAV files and up to 4K video files. You heard that right, people. 4K video all from your web browser. No more worrying about losing quality during the recording process. If you're using something else, you should check out Riverside because I think you're going to love it. I've personally been using Riverside for several years. I've been helping my clients record shows. I log in. I run the session. I also use it to record the audio and video version of this podcast. And I love that after you record, all the files are stored on Riverside's cloud. And so I don't have to worry about moving files around from hard drive to hard drive or to my laptop and then to my desktop. I simply log in and I can see everything that was recorded and I download those files and I'm good to go. And honestly, sometimes I'm traveling and I can use Riverside on my smartphone, which I love because the smartphone camera is killer and I can plug my mic in and I can have a fully functioning high quality studio right there on my phone. If you're not convinced, maybe this will help you out. Clipped listeners, if you're interested in checking out Riverside, use promo code CLIPPED to get an exclusive 20% discount on any individual Riverside membership plan. That's CLIPPED, C-L-I-P-P-E-D, to get an exclusive 20% discount on any individual Riverside membership plan. Go to riverside.fm and sign up today. What up, potty people? I'm Eric, your host, and you're listening to Clipped. Clipped delivers top-notch podcast production tips, valuable resources, industry insights, and education to make every podcaster's life easier. My mission is to help you start, grow, and monetize a podcast. So thank you for listening. We're growing, and I appreciate all the support. I appreciate you guys tuning in, giving me feedback, and just being with me on this journey. And if you want more info on how I can help you start, grow, and monetize your podcast, head on over to thepodcasthaven.com. That's thepodcasthaven.com. As a full-scale podcast production company, we specialize in crafting top-notch podcasts for businesses and brands. And Clipped, this show falls into the Podcast Haven ecosystem, and it really just showcases our commitment to quality. So if you'd like more info on how we might be able to help you start and grow your podcast, head on over to thepodcasthaven.com. That's the podcasthaven.com. Okay, so today I'm diving into the topic of video podcasting. To video podcast or not to video podcast? That is the question. So today I'm going to explore some pros and cons to help you decide if video podcasting is the right move for you. Let's give it a go. Okay, so video podcasting, should you do it? Shouldn't you do it? Well, let's talk about pro number one. That's visibility and getting discovered on YouTube. YouTube is the world's second largest search engine. It's owned by Google. So publishing your podcast on YouTube could open the doors to a whole new audience. There's people that are just consuming YouTube and there's people that are just consuming podcasts. Sure, there's some crossover, but if you want to target the video lover, the people that sit and watch YouTube videos, putting up your podcast on YouTube might be a good idea. 
you could be missing out on potential viewers and listeners if you're not on YouTube. And my rule of thumb is your podcast should be everywhere available. So think about YouTube and crafting a podcasting strategy so that you can get that extra traffic, you can get those extra followers, subscribers, and cater to a whole different subset of people. Pro number two, repurposing content into shorter clips. I know you guys have all seen it. Instagram, TikTok, YouTube shorts, video podcasts allow you to repurpose content into shorter clips. You have a funny moment or maybe profound insight or just a really interesting tidbit from your guests that you think will add value to your audience. Also yourself, maybe you said something that you want to reproduce and spread across all the different channels. When you film a video podcast, you can then go in and create those clips to share across social media. It's really like a great way to extend the lifespan of your content and engage with new audiences. One caveat with this is that people that consume podcast clips might not be podcast listeners. There's a lot of people, myself included sometimes, where I'll come across various clips on social media of different creators, comedians, like thought leaders, um, and I'll really like the clip and I'll find it interesting, but I might not then go and follow their podcast. However, it's really great for brand awareness. And I think once you build that brand awareness, your podcast growing is kind of a byproduct of that. And I think you need to be everywhere possible. Again, with the YouTube strategy, with the clip strategy, the first thing people do when they wake up in the morning, scroll social media. You want to be right there in front of their face and you might not convert those people to podcast listeners right away, but it's really great for brand awareness, people seeing your face uh, and knowing that you're out there. And when the time comes, ideally they do subscribe to your podcast or at least they know about it. Okay. Another tip, live streaming. So I think this is a big pro and it's something that I'm going to explore shortly. I want to get into the whole live streaming thing. If you have a video podcast, you can live stream. You can invite audience members onto your show to ask questions um, you can take calls live. Like I was actually just listening to the Dave Ramsey show. That's something that he does. This may or may not be part of your strategy, but if you have video and you can connect with people in real time and create that community and those conversations, you can then record these live streams and repurpose them as podcast episodes. When an audience sees your face or your studio, your setup, your colors, your vibe, your look, your image, they're going to feel a stronger connection to you than just audio. While audio is an intimate experience, when people really see how you are, how you move, how you communicate, it kind of just reinforces your branding with visual elements. And I think in today's world, we're all attracted to people and brands and companies that, that uh, we can relate to and that we see some of ourselves in. So I think that piece of having that visual identity is really big. It's going to help you build trust too, because when people see you all the time, they're going to be like, okay, I always see this guy. He's talking about how to podcast, or I always see so-and-so and they're talking about um, how to manage money and personal finance. And I think the more that you're in people's faces, the more it's just going to help you and your credibility. And again, that might not always lead to a podcast following, but growing a brand eventually grows your podcast as a byproduct. All righty, let's get into some cons here. So a con of incorporating video into your podcasting strategy, increased time and expense. 
video production, uh, there's a lot more moving parts. You need to make sure you have good lighting. You need to make sure your background is good. You have to factor in the cost of a camera. Yes, you can get a solid camera for cheaper today than you could five, six years ago. Uh, but you're going to need to consider all those things. And it definitely ups the cost and it ups the time it takes to uh, record a podcast. I mean, I'm in this position right now. This isn't usually set up. I have to set this up. I'm usually sitting in front of my desk, but uh, the background is less than desirable. So I move here, but that's something you got to think about. You're going to need to think about editing, whether you edit the video podcast separate from the audio podcast, or if you just edit the video podcast and then repurpose the audio for the audio platforms. It's just a bigger commitment. And I think that can be a deterrent because of the time and because of the cost. I think overall, if you do decide to invest, you're just going to reap benefits. But I could see maybe you're starting out, maybe not, maybe you're not ready for video or maybe it's not in the budget yet. And I think that's a con. Whereas shit with podcasting, you just sit down and you can rock. You don't have to get ready. Uh, getting ready, that's another thing. You got to make sure you look good, your clothes are clean, uh, you're wearing something that you want other people to see. Whereas I podcast barefoot a lot of times in like uh, workout clothes. So con number two, a potential deterrent for guests. And I will say that I have run into this and I would say the majority of the time guests are okay with being on camera. And I've never experienced that for this show clipped, but several of the podcasts that we produce at the Podcast Haven, um, we've had guests say that they don't want to be on camera or we'll record the remote interview. We'll, we'll turn on video just because that helps the conversation. But they always ask, so is this going to be used? Is this me on YouTube or, you know, social media? And some people don't like that. We did a cybersecurity podcast and the guest was, um, didn't really want, he was like a hacker. He was in that world and he didn't really want his identity known or his visual identity. And so we had to take that into consideration and some people just might be deterred for it. They might not be comfortable on camera. Uh, and so if it's a video podcast, they might decline the invitation. And another potential deterrent it might be for yourself. Like it's a little tricky to be on camera, especially if you're the host, because you're probably looking down at notes like I am, but then you also want to make sure you look directly into the camera. It takes, I don't know, a dozen or a couple dozen reps to get comfortable. You're going to want to think about your body language. You should probably watch your video back and think about the way you move and the way you talk and your confidence level. It's kind of a bitch. It takes time to develop. I'm not saying mine is great. I've been working on it. But when you've got notes and when you've got a camera, you've got to make sure you're kind of moving between both of them while also making sure the mic is positioned well. And it's just a skill. And like any skill, it takes time to develop. You have to practice. You have to put in those reps. And it can kind of be a lot of work. And if you're a person that's a little insecure, you don't like the way that you move or your body language, I tend to talk with my hands. It's something to think about, and it does take time to work on. So keep that in mind as well. Another thing is video might not always add value. This is kind of contradictory to what I said earlier, but let's be honest. How many of you publish your podcast on YouTube and it doesn't get the amount of views that you think, or maybe you publish the video uh, and it only gets a dozen or so views and a couple months later, it hasn't really grown you might also want to take into consideration the fact that if you're not famous, if you're not a well-known celebrity, if you're not a well-known podcaster, people might not really care to watch the video. And while I think that there is value to having video content because of all the things you can do with it, it might not be worth your time. 
I'd be like, hey, I've been trying video. It's not really growing. I've been cutting up the clips like you said, and it's not really helping my social media grow or driving traffic to my website or my podcast. And so for that reason, it's just a lot easier to do audio. It's cheaper. It's less time consuming. And so I'm going to ditch video. So those are just some of the key pros and cons to consider. I am of the understanding that and the philosophy that I think you should definitely try video. I think you should see how you can incorporate it into your strategy. I think you should try that YouTube. I think you should try those clips. And I think having that visual identity is important. But again, it depends on your goals and budget. The more you're out there, the more you're in people's faces, the more people get to know your voice, but also your image, your brand, your vibe, your style. People connect with that, in my opinion. So I'm of the philosophy that you should at least try it and see where it goes and give it a solid try. Don't just stop after like a couple episodes, maybe three to four months, maybe six months. I will say that while it is a little bit more of a pain to set up, kind of once you do it like 10 times, you kind of get in the flow, you know where your lighting goes, what settings should be on your lighting. I am a fan of it. I do recommend it, but I also understand that it requires time and money and it might not always add value. I think it's essential to think about your podcasting goals, your audience, and the resources available to you when deciding whether or not to incorporate video. And that's it for me today, guys. If you have questions about video or you wanna start a video podcast, if you're looking for a production partner that can help you take your podcast from idea through launch with continued ongoing services, consultation, and support, fill out the contact form at thepodcasthaven.com. That's the podcast. Haven, H-A-V-E-N.com. And you can get in touch with myself and we will walk you through what it looks like to work with us and how we can provide value to you and help you accomplish some of those podcasting goals. That's it, guys. Stoked to be back with you next week. It's an interview episode. Until next time, peace. I know I cover up my fault lines with silly putty. Like the laugh's gonna make the bad shit turn to nothing, but that's rubber I'm blue. All I say stick to you, trying to get close to the truth Man, I ain't 22 no more, gotta shoot for the moon Fuck if I fall on the floor, I always get packed up, ask for more I'ma keep playing pain strings till they chant an encore Do you, don't let them push your youth through a door that they open This open wound, I'm an open book, I'm a kook Shooting hoop dreams, they breaking through the roof They be at the tree of Eden, trying to tear out all its roots I be aiming for a king, playing around in a booth Like this'll all work out to my mama, I'll be cool. She ain't gotta worry about her little chicken flew the coop. Chicken, little near the truth. The sky's always falling down. Everybody's reaching out, thinking they can grab the clouds.